this is Cynthia Gustafson. Welcome back to my podcast. It's August and I'm going to talk about the beach today. I hope you've all been to a beach at least once this summer, whether it's ocean or a river or a lake. I grew up in Minnesota and never saw an ocean until I was fairly old, but we had beautiful beaches on um, St. Croix River, on Mays Lake, Lily Lake, uh, wonderful places in Minnesota. I hope you all have a place where you uh, can enjoy the beach. Well, today I was going to talk about the fact that there are really two kinds of people, or everybody says that anyway, there are two kinds of people in the world, and those are early people and late people. Now you can think of that in two ways, meaning early risers and late risers. I have both of those in my family. I've changed. I used to be a late riser, and now most of the time I'm an early riser because I've lived with a husband for 38 years who's... Uh, kind of urged me in that direction. But there are also two other kinds of early and late people, and those are the people who are always on time and the people who are never on time. Now, I am clearly in the always on time category. There are sometimes quite early, not as early as my mother always is, um, but I also have people in my family who are never on time. So, I have written a poem about that. Um, it's actually called Walking on Sand. And in this poem, I start out talking about those two different kinds of people. But listen to the poem, because I end up talking about categorizing people in a different way. Um, think about this, categorizing people as observant and non-observant. Who really knows what's going on on this earth that we live in, or we live on? Uh, walking on sand. They say there are two kinds of people, early and late, on time and never on time, or morning people and sleepers, but it's more complicated than we think. As I calm this pre-dawn beach, I am here because an alarm clock woke me, whereas my husband rose on his own and arrived at his meeting by six. My daughter, who would usually waken early, is stiff and tired from yesterday's fun and is sleeping late, but then she's always late to everything. My son, in New York, because he can't take time to vacation, can't take time to sleep, but if he did, it'd be way into the morning. So what kind of people are we? There is an old man who drops his towel on the sand and walks into the cold ocean. He is a morning person without hesitation, as is the brisk walker on the dune. But the half-open-eyed girl with the baby, humming with the wind, walking a bit woozy, doesn't care about shells or sand or the mewing of gulls at this hour of the morning. And she doesn't see what the hungry gulls and sandpipers are doing as they peck holes into the armored homes of soft shellfish, their safety never assured. And she doesn't see the old man cast his nets for fish, or the dune-walker stoop for a sand dollar, whose tiny legs still search for the ground, and drop it into her bucket, and smile. Well, that's the poem, Walking on Sand. Let's think about for a minute 
I really talk at the end of that poem about a living in a dog-eat-dog -dog world, don't I? We call it dog-eat-dog, -dog, but in this poem it's a it's a bird-eat-shellfish world, or a human-eat-fish world, or even a human-collect-live-sand-dollars-and-not-think-a-moment-about-it um, world, where humans are the top dog, aren't they? But I guess I'd want everyone to think about that. That's why I wrote the poem. How aware are we? If we are just one of God's creatures, we need to become a lot less self-indulgent and a lot more self-aware, a lot more aware of the other creatures around us and how we affect them as well. I don't know about you, but when I find a cricket or a spider in my house, I catch it and take it outside and let it go because it can live there. just can't live in my house, but it's okay to live outside. So, I want you to think for a minute. What can you do to become more aware of the creatures around you? If you're on a beach and you're collecting shells, maybe the next time you see a live shell, you'll walk it out into the water and let it go. And only put the dead, dry shells in your bucket. Maybe you'll decide to eat less meat, to eat less fish. I don't know. Some people do make that decision. Maybe you'll think about using fewer insecticides. That could help in many, many ways, helping us humans as well as the insects. So that's enough today, I guess, to talk about our place in this world. And I don't like to see us as top dog, as top human, as king of the hill. I like to see us as just one of God's creatures in this incredible, incredible planet that we call Earth. Take care of it. Take care of yourself. And I'll see you again. By the way, don't forget to visit me at www.cynthiagustafson.com.